What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. And guys, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about creating a new fucking story. Yes. What does that mean for you when we say that? Oh, I think like it, mm, that's a really... What does creating a new story mean for you? That's a really good question to start it off. Creating a new story for me, like what comes to my mind first of that is like breaking old patterns. Mm. And I think like another thing that comes to mind is embracing uncomfortability. Mm. Like wherever you're at in your life, like if you're consistently practicing the same habits, the same rituals, the same routines, and they aren't moving you forward, when you make the choice to change your story and shift your identity and become someone that you're like proud of and that you're excited for, it's going to require a certain level of uncomfortability. And I think it's really good we're talking about this because what I think a lot of, actually, I know a lot of people do this. A lot of people look at us and they're like, they're so lucky, found each other, both good looking, great bods, big house. They do. A lot of people do, right? But they don't see Brian and Kirsten living in a 600 square foot fucking apartment grinding for their life. Like I wasn't taking care of my body like I am now, right? So I think recreating your story is like essential and it it requires you to break patterns and habits. I love that. I love you say that. I'm going to go a layer deeper because we're talking about, you know, when when you guys see like habits and rituals and patterns, et cetera, I want to go a layer deeper. Here's the layer deeper. And it's that like a story is the words that you say that are currently defining your life. That's what a story is. Mm. And so here's words that you say that are defining your life at this present moment in time. By the way, words are spells, right? So like everything we say becomes a reality. So a story (laughs) is words that you say that become your reality. I'm going to give you some examples of some stories that you might be saying to you, Mm -hmm. saying to yourself, "Um, fucking money doesn't fucking grow on trees, man. I've always been like this. My whole family's overweight. That's why I'm like this because I can't lose weight. I can't lose weight. I've Mm -hmm. always had a hard time losing Mm -hmm. weight. And I would lose weight if it wasn't for that diabetes, if it wasn't for that injury that I had, if it wasn't for this life situation. I was doing so good until life punched me in the face and I've been off track ever since. This always happens to me. This always happens to me. These are words that you say that become your reality. Mm -hmm. That's a story. And so unfortunately, most of us have these things that we're saying that become our beliefs, that become the way that we operate. And these stories create actions. Mm -hmm. Here's an example. If you always say to yourself, money doesn't grow on trees, what is the likelihood that you are ever going to pursue any opportunity vehicle where you could make more money? Mm-hmm. Zero. That's the likelihood. Mm-hmm. It is zero. Even if an opportunity presented itself for you to make money, you wouldn't you'd be say like, it no. because you'd be too busy. You'd be like, no, money doesn't grow on trees. And, and like, like, that's the thing, right? Like you're, you're programming your mind. So someone comes up to you and they're like, hey, I have a gig on the weekends and yep. it's this time to this time and you can make this much money. And you will literally generate an excuse in your head because we're always looking for reasons to prove ourselves right. Pause. And Tony Robbins says the the most powerful force in the human psyche is the ability to stay consistent with the identity that we associate ourselves with. Mm. So if you're like, I've always been like this, money doesn't grow on trees, my family struggles for money, you're literally associating yourself with a person that has money issues. Mm -hmm. And so like Kirsten said, Mm -hmm. you could literally have somebody knock on your front door with a thousand dollars in cash ready to hand it to you. And you'd be like, money doesn't grow on trees on me. Or you could, let's put it this way too. Let's say like weight loss, right? Okay. So Mm -hmm. you can't lose weight. You've tried everything. 
one of your friends says, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to buy you a personal trainer. I'm going to get you a gym pass. And like, we're going to fix this. You will literally turn down the opportunity and justify the reasons why in your head, because you're, you're telling yourself you fucking can't. So opportunity presents itself and you're not energetically aligned to receive. Therefore you don't, therefore you stay stuck in that same story. And here's the funny part. And the, the funny part is that there's going to be a lot of people listening, but like, you don't fucking know my situation. Yes. You yes. don't know my specific yes. situation. Yes. You don't get my specific story. My specific story is way different than everybody else's. And I had it way worse than everybody else did. So this information doesn't apply to me because I have this fucking one outlier thing that happened that makes my story more credible and more of an excuse for why I can't take action. I'm sorry. That's bullshit. It really is. If you have access to a fucking computer, if you have access to your feet, and you have you can go out to the dollar store and buy bands. Mm-hmm. You can buy a band that you can do mm-hmm. bicep curls with in the living room. You can lose 20 pounds. You can lose 50 pounds. You can build a fucking business. That's literally all you need. Three ingredients, a phone, an internet connection, and a band. And you could lose 50 pounds and build a business with those three items. It's like Absolutely. You, you literally could do fucking anything. But as soon as you start saying to yourself, mm-hmm. money doesn't grow on trees. Mm-hmm. I've always been like this. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking anxious. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't this work out for me? You're mm-hmm. never going to unlock the fucking next level ever. You'll be stuck forever. I have a question for you because I know personally, like I used to look at influencers yeah. on social media and I quite literally thought what they were doing wasn't attainable to me. They were different. So that was a life that was accessible to them, but it wasn't accessible to me. Did you ever like what you're explaining right now? You're like, people are going to be like, well, you don't understand. Were you ever the person that talked about, you don't understand my story. I was raised differently. Like, did you ever? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, yes, the answer is yes. And I think I still do that. And I'm going to be vulnerable with you guys. Like, this is something that I feel like I've mastered my personal psychology when it comes to my business. Like I truly do. Like I truly do believe that I'm going to be bigger than Gary Vaynerchuk. Like I actually like have like an unlike wavering faith that that's going to happen. So I feel like in terms of my personal psychology with my business, that's something that I mastered, but I've literally said those words to you about my drug addiction. I know. Like you don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. So this is like, we're talking about limiting beliefs and like, there's like, everybody has different areas of their life where they have a story around their fucking thing. And I do have a story around my like addiction and how like people don't understand mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, we talked about this this week and I'm like, I'm, that's like one of the things that I'm working through. So like, I understand what it's like to like have these like stories playing in your head because for me, I'm like, nobody understands my addiction. Nobody understands what I went through. So I'm not even going to talk to anybody about it. I'm never going to open up to anybody about it. I'm not going to open up to my partner whenever I'm feeling these ways because it's like, she's not going to understand. So I get that. But then that's obviously going to cause a rift in mine and Kristen's relationship if we're not communicating. So that's something I'm actively working on. Just like it's something you guys can be actively working on. If you're listening to this and you're like, I'll never look like Kirsten. If, I'm, if you're a woman, I'll never look like Kirsten because she has something different. That's just not fucking true. Mm-hmm. She has work ethic and tenacity and she, she believes in herself. That's what it takes. I feel like we just experienced a really cool moment. And I don't know if you even recognize it. Uh, I feel like you've never said that out loud. Like you've never, like you've almost like always talked about your drug addiction in a sense of like, it is present. And like, for the first time ever, I feel like you talked about it as you are separate. And I like go through this and you recognize for the first time I've ever seen, you recognized your drug addiction as something that is no longer a part of your story, but, or you no longer want to be a part of your story. Well, I think it's because, so we had a situation this weekend where I was reminded of like the person that I used to be when I was an addict. Like I was reminded of like what it felt like we, there was like an instance that would brought up that I was like thought about what I was like when I was an addict. And I was like, 
I almost felt the need to like defend myself in mm -hmm. the present moment mm -hmm. for, you know, for the person that I used to be. Like I felt the need to like defend myself. And I was like, why do I feel the need to like defend myself? Because like, I'm not that person anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that like actually sitting with it and realizing that I'm not an addict anymore, like mm -hmm. I'm not that person mm -hmm. was just mm -hmm. a really powerful, cause I almost felt like I needed to like hold on to it to like, mm -hmm. and it's just like, and this is the same thing you guys might be experiencing. You almost like mm -hmm. need to hold on to the fact that like money doesn't grow on trees because mm -hmm. holding on to it is safe and secure. And it, you know, if you hold on to that belief, then you don't have to put in the work that's required to actually become financially abundant. So for me, it's like, I hold on to this like drug addiction belief. And I hold on to this, like, I used to be an addict. I was holding on to it because it How gave me it? a sense of identity. It like was a mm -hmm. part of who mm -hmm. I was. Mm -hmm. And so like holding on to it and like learning how to like let go of that and be like, I'm not an addict yes, that's anymore. Not that's not me. It's like, it almost like it puts you in like this sense of like grief. Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. like a part of you like dies. Mm -hmm. I feel that on a soul you know, level. It's like yes. a part of you like dies. Like that's who I used to be and it's no mm -hmm. longer me. So mm -hmm. like, that's like, who am I now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I fucking feel some you. Some fucking deep shit. That's some deep shit. Some deep I just shit. recognize, I feel like you're like, I feel like what I've seen with Brian on this prep is something that I've like, I haven't witnessed before. I've seen him do prep. I've seen him do amazing. I've seen him practice discipline. But with this prep, I feel like your identity has just shifted. And he's like, not only all in on his business, but he's all in on me, on Haley, on Iron Energy, on PT Dom, on his friends, on his early morning routines. He's quite literally taking the four pillars of life, health, wealth, relationships, and self, and excelling in every single area. It's because I'm creating a new fucking story. Exactly. But that's why I thought it was so fucking cool yeah. that you just brought that up as like, I don't want that to be my story anymore. Cause it really was like, it was what you talked about on your social media. It was yep. what you talked about in your written posts, in your videos, on your live streams. And I feel like you're stepping out of that and into something like a fucking Phoenix emerging. Yeah. Can I tell you guys, this is the shift that happened. So I listen to success motivation videos every day, by the way. So you guys want to hack to life, listen to success motivation videos every single day. And over time, you will just start to think, move, and act like these people. Like, I've just done this for the last, like, 10 years. Every day, listen to guest motivation. It's playing in the background when I'm on my drives every day. So Eric Thomas said something that fucking has, like, resonated with me to my core. And he said, when you walk into a room, he's like, people need to know that you're – he's like, I want to look at you and know that you're a winner, that you're the best in the game right now, just from your ethos, just from your presence, just from you just showing up as, like, you. He's like, I need to know that you're the best in the game just from the way that you walk, from the way that you talk. And I'm like, that for me has been, it just resonated on such a deep level because I don't want to talk to people about what I do. I want people to look at me and know, mm -hmm. like they know, they can mm -hmm. see it in the way that I carry myself. Mm -hmm. They can see it in the way that I communicate. Mm -hmm. They can see it in the way that my body looks, in the way that I'm presenting myself, in the way that I'm like orating the words that I'm saying. And so like, I'm so committed to being the best version of myself. And like the identity that I associate with is like, I associate myself with the identity of a champion. Mm -hmm. like I associate myself with the identity of a winner. Mm -hmm. And the new story that I'm writing is like, I'm a champion. I'm a winner. I like excel at everything that I do. Everything that I touch turns to gold. And to be audacious enough to have these sorts of beliefs is like, it, it separates you from everybody in society. It truly does. Mm -hmm. Because when you actually believe that you're the best in the game right now, like I'm the best of what I do, and you actually allow yourself to go there, you become different than everybody else because mm -hmm. most people aren't willing to do that. Mm -hmm. 
They're not willing to bet on themselves. They're not willing to go all in. They're not willing to actually say to themselves, I want to be the best. I deserve the best life. I deserve to live a phenomenal life. I deserve to take care of my family. I deserve to take care of my wife. I deserve to never struggle financially. Like I deserve abundance. Mm-hmm. Most people aren't willing to go there because they're hanging on to an old story. Mm-hmm. I want abundance, but I've always been anxious. Mm-hmm. I want abundance, but money doesn't grow on trees. Mm-hmm. I want abundance, but I tried three businesses and I failed in the past. And like mm-hmm. you're allowing your past story to get in the way of your like ideal vision. And one of the things I talked about in the training that we did with the women who win, and if mm-hmm. you're in the women who win, you haven't watched a training, go fucking watch it. It's powerful yes, as fuck. Yes. For the girls that are attending the event. This right. is specifically for the girls that are attending the, right. the event. So, and we did this on Saturday. But mm-hmm. I said, and you can either live in your history, like you can live in your story, mm-hmm. or you can live in your vision. And for me, I'm making the commitment. Like I've made the commitment and I've made the mm-hmm. decision that I'm going to live in my vision. Mm-hmm. Meaning I'm going to decide what kind of life I want to live, what kind of car I want to drive, what my house looks like, how much money I'm making, how many followers I have, what kind of impact that I have, what kind of man that I am, how I show up as on a day-to-day basis. And then once I decide on that vision and where I want to go, all of the actions that I take on a daily basis are going to align with that vision. Mm -hmm. And if they do not align with that vision, then they're cut out. The answer is no. The answer is no. Yeah. And that's like, that's been a process that takes time, but it's like, it starts with the fucking mind. Because if you can't see the vision, like if you can't see yourself holding the trophy, if you can't see yourself making the money. If you can't see yourself with an ass fat like JLo, like if you can't see yourself with all these things that you say that you want, you say you want to lose the weight, but you literally look in the mirror and all you see it is, is the fat version of yourself. So every single time you drop the weight, even though the scale says a lower number, you still look in the mirror and you see that fat person. Mm-hmm. And until you can actually start to see yourself as a winner and see yourself as somebody that has dropped the weight that has that like tight tummy that has that big booty until you can see it in your fucking mind and you can write that as your new story you'll never manifest it fucking facts babe mic drop just wanted to take a quick minute to say i want to change your life if you're listening to this podcast then you know that i have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business so go to my instagram at the real brian mark and dm me the words more clients I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real by Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. I have a question for you and I also have a statement. And my statement is this. It's almost, I guess, more of less of a statement and more of a realization. So we're always aiming to be the best version of ourselves, correct? Mm-hmm. But we never ever get there. And the reason we never get there is because there's always another level. Yep. And what that made me realize how important it is to enjoy the process of getting better. Because yep. we talk about this, I just want to be the best version of myself. And when you reach that, like, like I feel like in this moment, I'm a goddamn great version of myself, but I am very aware that there's another level. And I'm doing my best to enjoy the reps, to enjoy the early mornings, to enjoy all those things. Right. So that's just a cool realization is that you're always like, there's always another level. There's always more. And I just refuse. It's like, you can progress, you can stay stagnant, or you can regress. Regressing is not a fucking option. Anytime. If you're not progressing, you're regressing. Exactly. Because the conveyor belt of time is moving forward. That's what I was going to get. That's what I was literally going to get into. Right. Like regressing just isn't on the table, but when you're staying complacent, you're still letting yourself down because if you're not working on things and you're just like, complacency is just basically accepting where you're at and not really working towards hitting that next level. Right. Mm -hmm. So complacency, and this was going to say is very similar 
to regressing because if you're not working on being better, you're not expanding your knowledge, you're not expanding your mind, you're not expanding like your daily movement so that your body is like healthy and strong, then in my eyes, like you ain't living. I agree with everything you're saying. And I want to bring up the conveyor belt thing one more time. Mm -hmm. Because I think that what most people do, I, I, I was made a lot more aware of this this weekend. I just went to my, I just went to my grandma's funeral and he passed away. It was natural causes. He was older, but it just like, when you actually see somebody that you used to know mm -hmm. alive, mm -hmm. dead, dead in a casket, casket. it oh. like shifts something inside of you. And mm -hmm. so what it shifted for me is that like, I think that most people don't realize that you're just on a conveyor belt and the conveyor belt is time. And eventually the conveyor belt is going to stop and you're going to be dead, period. And like, so most people don't like thinking about this or talking about this because most people would like to live their life thinking that they're going to get another shot or thinking that there's going to be a right time or thinking that eventually they'll lose weight or thinking that eventually their business will blow up. And so that's why they're not putting in all the fucking work that they can now because mm -hmm. they're like, oh, one day it'll be my day. It's one day you're going to be dead. That's the fact. And so I think that because the conveyor belt is always moving forward, the way that I see it is that if you're not moving forward with the conveyor belt and you're not advancing with the conveyor belt, then you're just staying in that one place and time is moving forward and you're staying stuck in the same place, which by default means that you're actually regressing mm -hmm. because time's moving forward and you're stuck in the same place, which means you're actually regressing. How many of you guys know somebody I like, like that analogy. at 35 years old who's literally working the same job that they were at 21 years old, making the yeah. same amount of money, living in the same environment, has the same fucking story? We all know somebody like that. And if that's, people. if that's you, then this is a fucking wake-up call. If you're at 35 years old and you're making the same amount of money you were at 23 years old and you're working the same fucking job with the same career, living in the same place, and you're not happy with your life, like this is a fucking wake-up call. Probably the guy that in, in 10 years, <laughs> guess what? In 10 years, it's going to be 45. And you're going to be a lot less functional with your fucking body. You're going to have a lot less opportunities. And then in 10 more years, it's 55, then 65, and then you're dead in a casket. So it's like, for me, it's like, I want my story. If I understand that I only have a finite amount of time, mm -hmm. like there's only a finite amount of time and then I'm dead. Like I want to spend every single day of my life doing things that are getting me closer to the goals that I have. And you said, you're like, yeah, well, you know, should we enjoy the process? Because there's always another level. Yes, mm -hmm. I think we should enjoy the process. And I think we should identify with somebody that like absolutely loves the fucking work. And I think it's about finding meaning in everything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. So it's like for me, the reason that I get up at two o'clock in the morning now every morning is because <laughs> I find a lot of meaning in that. Like first meaning is nobody is going to outwork me ever on the planet. Find another person that wakes up at two o'clock in the morning. It's not going to happen. You won't find one. So like waking up at two o'clock automatically separates me from the competition, which gives me an edge. But with that extra time that I have, I'm creating value in the world, which is something that I love. Like I love being able to come on a podcast and talking and knowing that there's going to be 10,000 people that download my podcast. There's 25 people watching live here, eight here, four here, 20 here, 20 here. And like, we're creating a message that might actually make an impact. Like that's exciting for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I love the idea of making an impact. Mm -hmm. I also love the idea that like my grandma's back in Calgary and she doesn't have to worry about money, even though my grandpa just passed because I'm able to take care of her because of the way that I'm grinding. Mm -hmm. And so I find meaning in that. And like, I find meaning in the fact that I'm taking care of you, that I'm mm -hmm. taking care of Haley. Like, mm -hmm. so it's like, there's a lot of meaning and purpose behind all the work that I'm doing. And so it's not like, a grind for me. It's like enjoyable. And I think so if essentially you can find like, meaning in it, it's like, like yeah. find meaning in what you're doing. So essentially, like, I just want to like what he's saying, and I feel like if you are watching this live, you should type this out, is that in order to enjoy the process, you need to find meaning in the process. Because yes. if you're just doing the reps and you're like, well, I think this is good for me. Like you just heard Brian talk about like taking care of his grandma, like taking care of me, taking care of Haley. Like that's his like deeply rooted why there's meaning behind the process, which makes the process more enjoyable. Yeah. And I also want to talk to my online coaches that are here because 
let me know if you believe this. Okay. I just want to know if we're on the same page. I believe that fitness can radically transform and dramatically yes. change your life on a massive scale. Absolutely. If you believe that, say, I agree in the chat box. Mm -hmm. Okay. I believe that fitness by itself can dramatically change people's lives for the better forever. Like for me, when I started working out, my life radically transformed. I went from this like overweight kid that had no friends, struggled with confidence, or like had no idea what I was doing with my life to having a sense of purpose, to like finding myself, to finding confidence, to finding everything. Like that is something that I like absolutely 100% believe. Okay. So that's my belief. So that's, we all agree on that. That's really cool. So then for me, knowing that I get, so if you're a personal trainer, like cursed, mm -hmm. knowing that Kirsten gets to wake up every single day and create work that dramatically changes mm -hmm. people's fucking lives. Mm -hmm. Like we're talking on a massive scale. We're talking yeah. about moms finally being able to be the mom that they've always wanted because they feel the confidence to show up as the best version of themselves. Yes. That is powerful as yeah. fuck. So yeah. there's meaning in that. There's like yeah. a purpose to that. Yeah. So it's like, if you can tap into that meaning and realize you're actually changing people's fucking lives, how powerful is that? Mm -hmm. And so for me, my driving force behind PT Domination is knowing that every single trainer that I impact, that every single trainer that shows up to one of my coaching calls, that listens to one of my podcasts, that gets impacted by the message that Cole and I are delivering on social media right now, every single trainer is going to go out there. And Kirsten has over a thousand clients. Mm -hmm. So because of the work that Cole and I did with Kirst, now she's impacting a thousand people currently, plus in her in person's lifetime. She, honestly, she's impacting millions because of her social media following. So now it's like, by me impacting one person, I just like by default impacted millions of people. Mm -hmm. So like that to me, I'm like, holy fuck. Like I like want that so much. And like, mm -hmm. that's what drives me to work on pizza domination every single day. Mm -hmm. And that's what should drive you to work on your business every single day. If you're an online personal trainer, listen to this. It's like knowing that every one person that you help is going to dramatically change your life. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to be better kids. They're going to be better parents. They're going to be better fathers and be better mothers better community members are going to be more likely to get raises. They're going to be more confident. They're going to love themselves mm -hmm. because of the work that you do. It's mm -hmm. so like, that is the ability to find meaning in what you're doing. And if you're not an online personal trainer, you're listening to this, like how can you find some sort of meaning in what you're doing so that it makes the work easier and more enjoyable to do? Yes. Yes. I love it all. So I think for those of you guys that are like, I want to change my story. Like you need to find meaning behind like, why, what do you want to yeah. do and why do you yeah. want to do it? Yeah. And it needs to like, it's hard to explain a feeling that you have when like, if you haven't experienced it and the feeling that I'm trying to explain is like, when I have something that's deeply rooted in meaning, my whole body gets like goosebumps. Like yeah. I'll think about it or I'll talk about it and I get goosebumps or I get like emotional, I'll cry because it's so like, it's so impactful to me and yeah. it's like my driving force. And if you haven't had, like, and, and I think it's really also really powerful to think about moments where you did feel like that, where you were talking about something and you got emotional because you were so excited. Those are the things you guys, mm -hmm. those are the moments that are going to give you one of my clients showed me this, but glimmers and glimmers are moments of, and they shouldn't just be glimmers. Like your whole life could be a glimmer, right? But glimmers are moments where you're just like sitting and I've seen you have these moments before you're just sitting in so much gratitude and it's like bliss. And you're like, how cool is this life guys and like i want to touch on that for a second maybe you've never actually felt that and i've and i want to touch on that too because there was a point where i would watch people on social media even watching brian and being like he's so different than me there's no way that i can do what he's doing and you would talk about things and I'm like well, that would be really cool to be able to do or to feel but like i can't do that and so it's like how and this is maybe you'll be able how do you bridge the gap between well, like i've never felt like that how do you get one step closer to that feeling of like just like bliss.
and gratitude and overall like just wholehearted fucking happiness. I think you need to, two things. Number one, you need to be willing to let go of who you used to be. Yes. Which is we're talking about writing a new story. Like if you honestly believe that money doesn't grow on trees and that you've always been an anxious person, then you're never going to be successful. Do you honestly believe that? And so you need to be willing to like let go of that identity. Like, you know what? Maybe I'm not an anxious person. Maybe I have been anxious and I can work on it. Maybe I'm not destined to struggle financially. Maybe I just haven't learned how to make more money. So it's like almost like question your own beliefs. Is that true? Is it true that I can never find the right partner? Or maybe up to this point, I've just attracted some partners that are more optimal and I can do the work to attract a better partner. So it's almost like you need to start questioning your own beliefs. Like, is that true? Like, do am I always going to struggle for money? Like, is that a real thing that I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. maybe is that a fucking belief that's holding me back? So like, I think that is the first step is being able to question yourself. Like, is that true? Like, do I actually believe that? The second thing that I would say is really fucking important is open the gateway to possibility. Everybody write that in the chat. Open the, open gateway. the gateway to possibility. Open now, the gateway to possibility. Now the gateway to possibility means this. You might not believe that you can make more money or you can lose 50 pounds or you can get in the best shape of your life or you can have the dream car, the dream house, whatever. But we can all agree that it's possible that it could happen. Mm -hmm. It's possible. Mm -hmm. You know, if somebody else is doing it and they're just like, they're just like you, they came from the same background. Mm -hmm. It's possible that it Mm -hmm. could happen. Mm -hmm. And if you can start to convince yourself that it's possible, it's possible. It could happen for me. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Mm-hmm. You might not believe it right now, but it's possible. And like mm-hmm. that, it's possible. If they can do it, I can do it. Everybody write that down. If they can do it, I can do it. They can do it, I can And it's that it. gateway to possibility because that gateway to possibility will give you a little bit of hope. Once you start getting hope, then you'll start getting work ethic because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, like maybe this could happen. And then you start working towards it. And then when you start working towards it, right, you start like seeing it start to happen. That's where self-confidence comes from. That's where self-belief comes from when you start seeing the results of your labor. But again, you're not going to put in any of that work if you're like, money doesn't grow on trees. It doesn't fucking work for me, blah, 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 blah. So you, like question your own beliefs would be the first thing. Mm-hmm. And the second thing would be open the gateway to possibility by like recognizing that if somebody else is doing it, then it can be done. I fucking love that. Yeah. What came to my mind when you said like number like number one is just self-awareness, mm. like becoming aware. Like a lot of people quite literally live their lives on an unconscious level. Mm. Like they're not, they're not actually aware of things they need to change. In fact, some people are so deep in the hole that they're so unaware of the things that are holding them back that they will actually like applaud themselves for those things. Mm. Right. It's almost like they, uh, there's Caskey did a video on this. He talked about like romanticizing your yes. limitations. Yes. Romanticizing your limitations, yes. meaning like yes. I go out every weekend and I get fucking blackout. I fucking love getting blackout. I love getting blackout. It's hilarious. Show me your life when no one's watching because those people that I'm like, this is just perspective. This is yeah. just perspective. And like, I'm not saying that this is true for everyone, but from what I've seen, the people that say, I fucking party and do fucking drugs every weekend, like fucking live it up are not that same person you see on a Friday night, Saturday morning or Sunday or Monday when they're going to work 90% of their life, they don't enjoy the 10% where they're fucked up and they can't even remember they say the enjoy. And so they're so caught up. So that's what came to my mind is like self-awareness. And then the other thing that came to my mind is you need to fact check yourself. And when you fact check yourself, you take what you're currently believing. And like, I think another thing is like, does your story current that you have right now, does your current story serve you? Ask yourself that. And if the answer is no, 
So does your current story serve you? The answer is no. Let's fact check your current beliefs. Well, I believe that I can't make money because my entire family, every single generation that I know hasn't made money. Pause. Before we even go into beliefs, we need to make people aware. This is an awareness level. Is like, if you're saying something consistently, that's a belief. Yes. So like, yes. if you say money doesn't grow on trees, that's mm-hmm. a belief that you have. Mm-hmm. I want to just mm-hmm. put that awareness out there. Mm-hmm. If you say... I always attract the wrong partner. This always happens to me or bad things always happen in threes. That's a belief that you have. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I just want to give context before you keep going. And it's a self-limiting belief Mm -hmm. and then fact-checked. So you need to fact-check those. Like you guys, like money grows somewhere. And that's the funny thing. Like it's printed in masses everywhere Mm -hmm. around the world. There is enough for everyone to go around. There is. Mm -hmm. Like there is something the muscle said where he was like, There is fucking billions and billions and billions and billions of people and dollars and money. Like there really is. But if we are closed off to the idea that that could be us, we're closed off and unenergetically aligned from actually being able to receive it. So we literally close ourselves off. It's the reason why is it's painful to accept the fact that you've created the life that you have now. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. most people would rather deflect and say, those guys are fucking idiots this is bullshit. There's no way. Most mm-hmm. people would rather deflect because deflection is security for them because they don't have to come to the awareness that you created your whole life. Mm-hmm. The whole thing mm-hmm. was you. It was all you. It's always been you. Mm-hmm. You were the architect of mm-hmm. your fucking past. You're also cool. the architect of your future. It's all you. You did the whole fucking thing. Dude, and that moment, and like, this is so you did the good, whole you fucking guys. Thing. This is so it's good because you. I don't know if you like, I don't know if you've had this moment or a moment comes to mind, but I'm going to share mine with you guys. There was a moment where I looked in the mirror and I had that exact feeling. I was like, it's not my parents. It's not my current partner. Mm -hmm. It's not the fact that I had my daughter at 16. It's not any of those things. It's me. And it was like, I felt like throwing up. I could barely look at myself in the mirror. I was like, I have created a fucking disaster. It also was one of the first steps in becoming the person that you see today. And it was accepted and full responsibility, you guys, for fucking everything. I have been in like relationships that were like, I have everything, my eating disorder, my life, my past relationships, every single piece that has unfolded. And I get sometimes life happens to you, but you control the way that you react to certain situations. And what I noticed is the way that I reacted to certain situations was self fucking destructive. And that is like, so it is not a fun feeling. It's not a fun feeling to look in the mirror and be like, I feel like I've had a castle. It's on the ground in pieces and I just have to build it back up one by one. But would you rather live in a broken castle or would you rather slowly build back the pieces so that you can be happy and enjoy your life? It takes time. It takes realization. That's powerful. Yeah. If you guys want to see more of this kind of stuff, you need to let us know. This is valuable. Let us know. Is this good? It's good. I just feel like we have like some realizations and bam, bam, bam. yeah, bam, 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 bam. I'm just also going to plant the seed and let you guys know that uh, Kirsten and I are going to be doing some sort of retreat slash event for humans mm-hmm. uh, in the new year. Yes, it's not going to be anytime soon, but in 2024. So mm-hmm. if you are interested, just fucking keep us in your little. Keep us in your pocket. Fucket slide that in your pocket. Because it will be limited. It will be limited. It'll be in the Dominican too. So it'll be at our Dominican oasis. So if you guys yeah, if you guys are excited, if you enjoy this conversation, you feel like you could fucking get some of this energy in person, you need to just slap you in the fucking mouth and just 
seed planted. We're working on something special in the background. Life fucking changing. All right, guys, that is it. That is all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hopefully you got some value from this podcast. You were able to take something away from it. I hope you all have the best day of your entire life. Where do they find you? You can find me on Instagram, The Real Kirsten Mark, on Facebook, Kirsten Mark, TikTok, The Real Kirsten Mark, Kirsten Mark everywhere. Where do they find you? And you can find me at The Real Brian Mark on Instagram, Change Lives, Make Money on the Trend Podcast on Apple, Spotify. We're on the way to a thousand episodes. We're almost there. And on a YouTube, Brian Mark, if you guys want to follow more of like my fitness journey and you want to see what I'm doing prep wise, and I'm still giving lots mm-hmm. of value in those videos as well, go to my YouTube channel, Brian Mark. And I just want to say quickly, you guys, if you are a client of mine and you're listening to this, go watch Brian's YouTube. They're like movies and there's so much value that you can get outside of being a fitness coach, just like life. And shameless plug, you'll also get to see a little bit of me because I'm with Brian 90% of the time. Bet. Boo! Bye, guys. Bye. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.